Welcome to the Valley Point Podcast. Valley Point Church is a faith community located in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. Our mission is pointing people to real relationships and real significance. Enjoy and thanks for listening. There's something about time that is absolutely fascinating. Often we experience moments in life where we want time to speed up and we want it to move quickly because we have something to celebrate, like Christmas. My guess is for all the kids in the room, you want time to move really fast right now because you know you have some great gifts waiting for you. But then there are those occasions where we want time to slow down just a bit so that we can take in the moments and enjoy them. No matter how you're feeling about time, whether you want it to speed up and to move quickly, or whether you want it to slow down just a bit so you can take everything in and enjoy it, here's what I know is true for everybody in the room, from the oldest adult to the youngest child in the room. Here's what I know is true for all of us. Christmas time is here. It's here, and in just a few hours, we celebrate. My wife, Tanya, and I have six kids. We have three boys and three girls, and one of the things that we are enjoying about this season right now is that all of our kids are home again. Our two oldest are in college, and they live on campus, and so we don't get to have as much time with them anymore, but they're home And we're really enjoying everybody being together. It's been fun to have this kind of time with them. Do you mind if I show you some pictures of my kids? Can I do that? I'm going to do it anyway. So here's my six babies. Isn't that a great picture? Yeah, it it took a lot of work to get that picture done, let me tell you. Because what happened shortly after that, as you can see in the next picture, is that the girls started to get all goofy, and they're acting up, and the boys wanted nothing to do with that. And so the boys said, you know what, we're done. We got our one good picture. We're leaving. We're going home. And that's exactly what they did. So they left, and the girls were like, hey, we want to keep taking pictures, so we'll run around, and we can throw leaves, and you take pictures of us, Dad. Like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I like taking pictures, so let's do that. And everything was fine until the two older girls discovered a bug in their younger sister's hair. (laughs) Things got out of control then. And my final picture is Cambry, my youngest. She's absolutely terrified. (laughs) Family is fun, right? (laughs) Family is fun. And we're really enjoying our kids being with us. They're with us. Here's the deal with Christmas. It is the ultimate story of with us. The form of an infant. The form of a baby. Up there came down here. All of the Advent candles are now lit, which means that Jesus is here and we are celebrating his arrival. He is truly with us. And so for just a few moments tonight, I want us to consider that Christmas, it's time for God 
with us. Think about this. In Jesus, the ineffable and unknowable God became human so that he could be known and loved by people. And by faith, we can all experience this kind of love. It is available for all. That's the Christmas story. God with us. I love the words found in John chapter 3, verse 16 that say, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. With this one verse, with these beautiful words that have been put together for us, we actually find the heart of the Christmas narrative. There's four words that kind of fall out of this verse that I want to share with you now as a way just to encourage you as you prepare to celebrate your Christmas. Here's key word number one. It's the word loved. And what we discover is that God loved the world. Who's doing the loving? It's God. Whom does he love? You. Me. People, the story of Christmas is a story of the unending love of God for us. And if you don't hear anything tonight, I hope you know and you understand that God loves you deeply. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or where you've been. God's love is available for all. And we see this displayed in the Christmas story. God loved I think the question becomes, if that's the case, if God loves you and me, if God loves people, how does he show that love? How does he demonstrate that? Well, that takes us to key word number two, which is the word gave. For this is how God loved the world. Here's what he did. He gave his one and only son. He actually gave up something that was very important and valuable and precious and special to him. He gave up his only son. It's not like he had a lot of extra sons sitting around like, hey, you over there, you're not doing anything. Why don't you go and rescue the world? It's not the case. He had one son. And that son was valuable and important to him. And God loved us so much that he gave his only son. Which takes us to key word number three. God loved us so much that he gave this precious son so that everyone who believes in him. And the idea of that word believes carries the concept of trust. So everyone who trusts in him. Well, what is the object of trust? What is the object of belief? The object of belief is the one that God gave. It's Jesus, this individual whose birth splits time. The most recognizable figure in all of history. Belief, trust in him takes us to the final key word, which is the word have. Whoever believes, whoever trusts in him will have eternal life. And the idea of the word have there in the construction of the sentence means they will possess or they will hold on to. And so I think the question becomes, if I 
believe, if I trust, what is it that I possess? What is it that I hang on to? Well, I hang on to eternal life. I hang on to a forever friendship with God. In other words, God with us. An incredible gift. An extravagant gift that is available for all. I'm sure that many of you are going to receive some great gifts tonight or tomorrow and you're going to enjoy those gifts and you're going to be very thankful for them. This is the season of gift giving and receiving and it's wonderful. But nothing beats the gift of God. Nothing is greater. Nothing is more generous than the advent, the arrival of Jesus whose life, whose birth splits time. I love the words of author Max Licato, who said this, the moment Mary touched God's face is the moment God made his case. There is no place he will not go. If he is willing to be born in a barn, then expect him to be at work anywhere. No place is too common. No person is too hardened. No distance is too far. There is no person he cannot reach. There is no limit to his love. Again, the Christmas story. God with us. Loved. Gave. Believe. Have. God with us. God with us. Just two takeaways on this Christmas Eve. The first takeaway is this. Take the gift. If you've never trusted in the work of Jesus for you, if you've never believed in him, then guess what? You can have, you can possess, you can hang on to a forever friendship with God and eternal life. That is a gift available to you. And I would beg of you, take the gift. It's available to you. And it's the best gift ever. So take the gift. If you've never done that before, If that is something that you have responded to, then your takeaway is to make a big deal of God's gift. You know, sometimes we forget about what God has done for us and how generous he has been and how extravagant he is. And we begin to get consumed with all the stuff that we want to do and what we want to accomplish. So I think the encouragement here is to make a big deal of God's gift and to celebrate it and to share it. And to love it. My favorite Christmas carol is O Little Town of Bethlehem. And this has actually become my favorite Christmas song since moving to Philadelphia a few years ago. I knew the song but didn't know the history of it. And in moving here I discovered something about that song that I had never known before. It was actually written by a musician who served at a church not too far from City Hall in Philadelphia. Several years ago, he went to Israel and spent some time there and was able to observe the small little town of Bethlehem where Jesus was born. And that time there, observing all of that, moved him so much that when he came back for some Christmas Eve services in Philadelphia many years ago at that church, not too far from City Hall, he wrote the song, O little town of Bethlehem. 
And I think that the words of one of these verses are so beautiful, and they help us to understand God with us. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still. That's the idea of belief and of trust. Where meek souls will believe and trust, the dear Christ enters in. Loved, gave, believe, have. God with us. Father, we are thankful for a few moments on this Christmas Eve to just consider that you are with us. God, I pray that you'd help us to use some of our time as we prepare to celebrate and to spend time with family and friends and give gifts and receive them, that this would truly be a time of recognizing and understanding that you gave the greatest gift of all in your son. You gave up something that was important to you. And belief and trust in him will help us to possess and to hang on to eternal life and a forever friendship with you. And so tonight, we thank you for the advent of Jesus and for his great gift. May that impact us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like for you just to take in these next few moments and to consider how much God has done for us. Thanks for listening. We'd also love to have you join us on any Sunday morning as well at the Garnet Valley Middle School at 9.15 or 11 a.m.